0: Hello and you're listening to the Pure Blood Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bell. And guys, I'll be honest, I really should stop doing this late at night, but it is what it is. This uh, episode is going to be focused on um, uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse case, uh, concentration camps out in Australia, uh, a possible smallpox uh, terror attack and setting up a survival network. So I've been asked to give my thoughts on the Kyle uh, Rittenhouse uh, case and then uh, just just today um, I saw that in Australia, in the Northern Territories um, states, they're starting to round people up in uh, transport them to uh, uh, COVID camps now I do want to say this now, I know that people I know that um, this, it's it's a lot of division and whatnot, and and not a lot of people a lot of people are looking at it as black and white but I will say that um The reason why we don't have covid camps or quarantine camps or these concentration camps is because of kyle rittenhouse the thing about the thing about it is ladies and gentlemen is that you know if you have 17 year olds running around with ar-15s it's not going to go well when you're trying to impose like a sort of uh, tyranny. Whether you're trying to force people into box cars or what or not, it's just it's kinda hard when you like I said, it's kinda kinda hard when um when you have uh thirteen year olds or excuse me, seventeen year olds toting uh AR fifteens. So I will say that he is a reason why we're we might just face a purge i think because i mean this this whole this uh, this whole entire case was uh i mean it's a shit show nonetheless um and i don't know where i don't know where black i guess black twitter or even black people are getting the information from, because it keeps saying that, you know, he killed three black, he, three black pro protesters, and you know we're over here saying that these dude, these dudes were white or Jewish. If you really want to be technical, but they weren't black. So I don't know where they're getting this information from, but it tells me that man they they really don't watch the news it's just scary I'd rather not even watch the news I mean just be in the know about stuff but as far as um Cal is concerned uh, I think he's justified in doing what he did but I will say that um He shouldn't have been there. And I think people get caught up on. On the fact that. Antifa. And them. And BLM. And the protesters. They were all out there. And I would say that. Neither party shouldn't have been there. And I think that the blame. Should be directed at the. uh, The people in charge of Kenosha. Who told. Who gave the orders to stand down and whatnot. I think that. I think that ultimately they sh- they are responsible for all this. I mean, had they had they did their jobs, we wouldn't even be hearing about Kyle. We wouldn't be hearing about Kenosha. It's like, and it's <laughs> and it's crazy. It's like, you know, all this could have been avoided if and only if the people running the place did their jobs so that's my take on it um but i am glad he's freed um um it's just i I don't think that none of i think none of it should have happened and i think that's it could have been avoided but it, it is what it is right so um I mean, that goes, it goes that. So on to the next topic. Um, yeah. You guys, have you guys been watching Australia? Uh, they got the hardcore lockdowns um, and COVID concentration camps or isolation facilities or say, um, say, I guess quarantine camps, and then and then I saw something like uh, they were they were uh, ordering a bunch of body bags and uh, building crematory cremation sites and stuff. So it's like, dude, this is real. This is happening, and this is our lives, you know. So it makes you wonder are they really preparing for a genocide are they really preparing for a holocaust you know and i'm sick and tired of and i'm sick and tired of people of saying that this is hyperbolic And it's like really let's not know about the uh you know the the bodies or the body bags in in the cremation sites and the quarantine camps I mean hell what the fuck does it look like guys <laughs> hell I mean a certain mustache man did the same thing so and it's crazy and it's, and it's it's starting to get to the point where I'm really starting to believe that some of these people want this the people who who see this and says, "Oh, it's okay. It's for their safety." I don't think they understand the severity of the situation. You know, I mean, this is this is just—we're we're about two steps away from genocide. And hell, you can kiss those people; those those, uh, those thirty-eight people that got hauled off to. God knows where You can kiss them goodbye Because they're not going home Ever So And To be honest guys I mean this whole thing seems like It just seems like CCP That is the Communist The Chinese Communist Party And I think they have a lot to do with this A lot To do with it You know, so, it's just, excuse me, it's just that, you know, and it's hard to talk about a lot of this stuff because you don't, you don't want to believe it, but you have to believe it, it's in your face, you know, so. And it's crazy. It's crazy. Like it is absolutely insane how much, you know, how 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 bad shit insane this is. You know, history and the history is gonna look at us and say, why did why did we comply? Why did why didn't we resist? That's the shitty part about this. So. There's that. But. My heart and thoughts go out to. And prayers. Go out to uh, people who live in. Who are living in Australia. Um, Man I wish you guys had guns. Because <laughs> man we. You know. In America we, we'd have. They'd have been shot on the get-go for that. But. It is what it is. Let the Western Holocaust begin, right? (sighs) Moving on from that, though. So. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but. There are way too many hints about um smallpox outbreak. Um, Bill Gates has said something. Um, we just found vials, two vials at a, a research facility. Or medical what was it? I think it was like a research facility. And and, you know, John and then John was a John Hopkins. It was like a John Hopkins like uh research or not research, um It was like a YouTube video outlining Operation uh, Dark Winter. So um, I think that sometime in the near future that we're going to have some type of smallpox outbreak. And that outbreak, what it's going to do is... I think that the, the death toll is just going to be catastrophic. Um you know you got people who already have weak immune systems so imagine if smallpox um gets the um gets released i will say that it, it's easy to eradicate it um um just it's just not as um i'm trying to say it's easy to eradicate and you don't really need it. You need. You don't need. You don't really need a vaccine for it. Um, but I will say that, even if there is a vaccine or treatment, it doesn't mean that the government's going to come for you first. In fact, you'll probably you. If you don't prepare, you're probably going to be sent there. You're going to be in line, dying. So, it's better not to even rely on them. Like, even if they have treatments and cures and whatnot, what makes you think that they won't uh, withhold them? You know? So. <sighs> Excuse me, guys. Kind of tired. But, um,. I think that we need to prepare for this um, as a network, um, as a um, as a group, as a tribe, as a nation. Because, I mean, smallpox is no joke. Um, It's just if it ever, if if there's ever an outbreak, some of these, a lot of people are gonna die. And I'm s and I'm only guess guesstimating to at best fifty percent. At the worst seventy-five percent. And that's that's some shitty odds, y'all. <sighs> Excuse me. So it's best to prepare um. Prepare for the worst. I mean, indeed. we have to live as if the government does not exist. That there's no help coming. We got to take care of ourselves in order to make to in order to survive. Which leads me into my next point: um, the creation of a um, survivors network. Um, now i do wanna i do wanna give a little shout out to uh demi um she was actually the one to uh, she wrote an article on her uh, starfire code um about how to survive um the death window and yeah in in it she's you know in it she talks about um just and honing honing your skills that not only that you will need it that will be needed to survive but to also rebuild society So So Demi or Miss Demi if, if you're listening to this um, thank you You are You're a really smart woman And very very motivating So but anyway um just if we're going to survive we're going to have to uh band together. I mean, we can we can operate on survival of the fittest, but as a group um that means cooperating. That means um, coming together—that um, means um, not not operating on survival of the fittest, but survival of the most uh, adapt. Who can adapt more to the uh, recent changes? So, so surviving. So, setting up a survivors network. I mean, we're gonna need. We're gonna need everybody: doctors, pilots, um, people who know how to know how to do carpentry know how to do um, welding you know we're gonna need all that not only to survive but to rebuild society and i do uh, that's something It's something i want to go in depth but i'm not going to do it here because i mean we're you know there's that that's a long long uh topic for um, for another podcast episode, and I actually want to get an expert on that subject, and not just me. But again, uh, setting up a uh, survivor network. Um, I know that Freedom Cells, um, FreedomCell um, You can you know form a cell and just trade, um, just trade uh, knowledge and skills and whatnot. Uh, excuse me yeah um yeah freedom cell network or freedom cell i think it's freedom cell network or freedom um they it, it allows you to create a um to create a cell to create a group of people who can uh who can survive basically um, but what do you want to do guys is I guess network as if um, as if the the supply chains are going to go down and you're going to need that network to survive I think that's the ultimate I think that's the key of, out of here is just having networks and systems in place and infrastructure in place to where we can survive this That we can survive breakdowns of economies, and we're going, and ultimately we're going to need it because, you know, stuff is just gonna, shit's gonna hit the fan really soon. I mean, really soon. So. It always, excuse me. It always, and it always happens like this. So, the only people who are going to survive this are the people um, who form networks and systems and infrastructures in place to survive. This means putting yourself out there, learning new skills, and learning how to organize. So, yeah, I don't think that I don't think any politician or Donald Trump or even Ron DeSantis, some of you guys know, or just anyone like I don't think they're gonna come for us. You know, they're, they're not for us. You know, if we're going to survive. Jesus. Sorry, guys. But if we're going to survive, um, we can't do it through government. We absolutely cannot do it for, through government. So building communities, building systems, building networks, um, that's going to be key. And I'm seriously thinking... And, Me becoming a pilot and I'm also (laughs) I'm seriously thinking about becoming an arms dealer. You know, I mean, that takes a lot of work, but, you know, just it's just something that I think it's going to benefit everybody. If I can source guns and ammo and even travel long distances to acquire them, that's going to be beneficial to everybody so it's just it's just in that cycle guys every 80 years there's some type of schism and we just we're reaching that schism as we speak so yeah. Jeez, but um, just know that, just know that, guys, I will be with you, so you're not going through this alone, you know, history tends to repeat itself, yeah, and I agree, but history can also be altered and changed. I think they'll they'll have some wins, but I think that we that long term will make it. But it starts with it starts with us accepting that there's no there's no solution to this other than building up networks and alternative systems. And I will post about this as well, because, you know, it's very important extremely important actually and like I said it's something that it's something that I'm gonna have to make another podcast for because I really want to go through that but, but yeah guys um I think I've ran, I think I've gone on long enough um if you enjoyed this episode please give it give it a like and share and share it and spread it throughout all throughout all the uh, throughout all the internet if you can. Guys says this is, this is Mike Bell, host of uh, Pure Blood Podcast, and I'll see you on the next episode. Have a good night, guys.